I'm back. <laughs> wow, it's been so long, and that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Um, but welcome back to the Free Your Mind podcast. This is your host, Gina, and I'm so happy to be here and to be back, and I feel refreshed rejuvenated like a new person um yeah definitely a different version of myself when I first started this podcast so that's awesome but yeah um these past few months since season one ended has like have been like crazy (laughs) it has taught me like, this time has taught me to embrace the idea of there always being time. Even if you think there isn't time, there is always time. You just genuinely have to make it and prioritize it and be organized with it. So, yeah. <laughs> I want to say Happy New Year. I know it's literally, like, five months into the year (laughs) but um I haven't seen you guys this year so hi happy new year this new year for me has actually been so good and I've learned a lot so many new blessings and just cool people in my life um people that I love so it's just really refreshing and yeah that's why I keep saying that because I feel like a new person and I feel surrounded by people I love and yeah that's just the vibe (laughs) so this episode is called transformation so you may be asking what is transformation well a quick google search says that transformation is a thorough or dramatic change in form or appearance. So it could also be um, just like, you know, kind of like a rebirth, something crazy new, like, I don't know, just a good change, you know. For my personal, like, well, I don't know, my personal perspective on transformation is that it's like the acknowledgement of growth and appreciating progress. So through that gratitude, you are rewarded with change. So it only comes when you're grateful for all that you have and all that you have changed from, I guess, you get rewarded with more change. So, yes, change. Basically, move different if you want different old keys will never open new doors so basically when you make a positive change in your life sometimes it takes a while to realize that you made the right choice you may be there questioning like oh like I'm doubting myself right now is that even the right thing for me but you need to be patient and not overthink it at all because if you overthink it you're ruining it for yourself And you're not being patient with yourself and you're not being confident in your decisions and who you are. You can hear my dog. (laughs) Trust me, I like do the same thing, but I've really been trying to practice and master that practice for myself because 
It's so hard to not self-doubt yourself and question every move you make, but why question every move you make? You're just making the move that you're doing so much heavier and just dreadful for yourself when it should be free, flowy, and just good. So you need to trust yourself and trust that better things are coming. And that's why you needed that change in the first place. Basically, what I try to remind myself and what I think can help you guys is that you are growing every single day. I, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, I'm not the same girl I was when I started it. And I'm not the same girl I was a week ago. So many things are constantly changing. And so are your opinions. And I know change can definitely be scary because it's always been something I've kind of been like, oh, like, change. Ah, That's something I probably disliked the most growing up because things are always so different. But one thing I know that is way scarier than change, like one thing that is so much scarier than change is staying the same. Like, I rather change than be the same person stuck in these same bad habits that's self-sabotaging myself from being the best version of myself or being a good example for my brother or being a good friend or being a good daughter or being a good girlfriend or being whatever. Like, staying the same is just, like, the last thing I'd want to do. And I think would be the last thing you'd want for a loved one who is having a hard time with themselves in the first place. So one thing I want to talk about is how to decipher what's genuinely you and then what's your ego. So basically your ego lives in that victim mentality and really tries to keep you in that oh like but this happened to me but why me why me this and that like I can't change like I can't like I'm just stuck here and I don't need that you know what I'm saying it's like that scarcity mindset being scared of absolutely everything being scared of going to the store alone or being scared of ordering your pizza on the phone because you don't want to talk to someone or Um, going to that party where you don't know anyone or anything or trying for that trying out for that team at school like stuff like that your ego sees things as mistakes not lessons they see mistakes and they point them out like oh here you go you tripped on yourself oh klutz you're horrible like stuff like that like thoughts like that like oh I can't believe you got that answer wrong it was obviously B not D you're so stupid stuff like that like if you make a simple mistake and you go like oh you're I'm so stupid like no that's not you that's literally your ego that's your ego feeding you bullshit and you're buying it and that's why you're scared of change and that's why you're scared of anything that is outside of your comfort zone The ego also has this thing where it makes you complain about absolutely everything. So, oh my god, I'm so tired. 
why can't you say, oh, I need to take a nap later? Do you see that difference? It's instead of complaining of everything and making everything so negative and being a pessimist, it's finding that maybe that neutrality of it, if you don't want to be overly positive or you are working on being positive, finding things from a neutral perspective is a good place to start because it's that balance. You're not being too negative, but you're not also being too positive. You're being in the middle. And you're not really feeding into your ego because you're not complaining about every little thing under the sun, like, oh, it's too hot. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Like, please stop. You're killing yourself like that. All right. And what's actually you? or also known as your higher self. It takes accountability to create a different reality. So the acknowledgement that you are capable of your future, your present, and so on. You're capable of manifesting. You're capable of taking your dreams and making them reality and putting them into action and into fruition. It's you thinking positively you thinking with reverence and balance that abundance mindset is what the higher self has it's thinking that what I have is absolutely amazing and I'm so grateful for it and that's it because more of that will come just with that mentality so just like how I was saying how the ego sees mistakes the higher self sees lessons like this. I'm walking down <laughs> campus and I literally trip on the sidewalk because it's like a little higher than like the left side. I guess it's uneven and I trip and I like step on the side of my foot and like this guy is looking at me and I literally start laughing at myself and I literally just like I'm standing there walking laughing like because I know people saw me and I see it as, oh, I just won't walk there anymore. That's a lesson. That's not, oh my God, I'm such a klutz. I'm so stupid. Like I'm literally like everyone's like thinks I'm so dumb. Like that's the ego. The higher self is like, hey girl, don't go there that next time. You're going to trip. That's a lesson. As small as that is. Obviously that can, that's a minuscule lesson. That is just a a little thing, a little example. And then another thing to identify the higher self is that you're being grateful and you find joy in the little moments, even the lessons. Because when you are grateful and you're in that mindset, you're just going to get 10 times more. You're going to get way more things to be grateful for, like 10 times more of that. That's what I was trying to say. So one thing I want to talk about change and transformation is like little things that change in your life that you don't tend to recognize. So if you're here afraid of change and you're like, Gina, this is gross. I hate change. These are little things that change in your life that you probably don't even notice on a day-to-day -day basis or that they've changed over time and you don't even notice. 
and I'm going to show you how much change happens in your life. I'm going to tell you some examples because these are some that I like realized the other day and I was kind of like, oh my God, this is so true. Okay. So the obvious choice, music taste. My music taste changes all the damn time. Like one day I'm literally like listening to Justin Bieber all day and then the next day I'm like who's Justin Bieber I'm literally listening to like Tame Impala The Strokes freaking I don't know Hot Flash Heat Wave Beach Fossils right and then the next day I'm listening to Cassie Fat Joe freaking um (laughs) like J-Lo I don't know like stuff like that like anything like that, like a Shanti, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then it's just like the, like, it's so different on a day-to-day basis, like those little changes that you make. And also like music that I like today, I probably won't like in August or music that I liked last August, I don't like today. So it's just stuff like that, like songs that I overlooked then are songs that I love right now. And that's a change. That is such a small change, but it's a change that you need to find gratitude for. So then when bigger change comes, you're prepared and you just flow with it and you don't fight it. Because if you fight it, it's going to smack you in the face and hurt. (laughs) So the vibes, that's what I have this section as. So basically, it's just the mindset that good things are happening because we are constantly appreciating it everything that happens even like the little bumps in the road I'm not gonna lie today was kind of a rough day for me like I had little minor inconveniences that I kind of let take over me in a way like I let it get the best of me but once I got home like it was kind of like the day like reset for me because I was just like feeling better and like I'm home and I'm just like feeling all this good energy right now and that's also why I was inspired to, f- to record today but it's just like do you see that little change and like the mindset like oh I know I have to pick up this attitude I need to change something real ki- real quick so I can have a good day and end this day on a good note because if I'm just gonna hone on all the bad stuff what is the point like what do I get out of that like I was literally okay first example I'm literally in my first class 9 30 a.m fun class I guess it's just a lot of participation and it's kind of just draining (laughs) but um I wore this windbreaker that I have. It's kind of like, a, I don't know. It's like a windbreaker, right? But the pockets are like to the side and it's kind of easy for stuff to slip out, I guess, because my wallet slipped out of it. And I tutor in the building right next door to where this class is. And I sprint to my tutoring because I just wanted to be there early. But in order to get into the room where I tutor, I need my student ID and it was in my wallet. And then I go to my pocket to get my wallet and it's gone. And I start freaking out because in my wallet, what's in there? My student ID, my cards, my like driver's license, my all money, like all this stuff in there, like that I actually need to survive in America so I was freaking out 
And I was like, oh my God, identity theft, all this shit just starts coming to my head and look, the ego. I was freaking out. And then I was like, (sighs) literally did that. And then I was like, where was I just at? And I was like, okay, it's where my English class was. I'm walking, I'm walking. I go, I look, take the same path. I make sure I um, look on the floor. I'm looking, I'm looking. I go all the way back to my classroom where my teacher hadn't even left yet and the new class was in there. My wallet's right under the seat I was at. And it was fine. Nothing was taken, all was well. And that was just a quick thing that I had to experience. I was being tested to see how my reaction was. I was freaking out. And then I was like, no, I need to compose myself. That quick little change where I was like, no, like this isn't something I should be freaking out about. And then another series of events happened later, but that's not important. It was just tests from the universe. And I basically did the same thing each time. No mental breakdown for me today. Thank you. Thank you. But speaking of mental breakdowns, (laughs) having a good cry does not mean you're unhappy or your healing is not like your process of healing or all the progress that you've done is ruined. Okay, let me break break that down. So things I've realized that when I cry, it's because I've had all these bottled up emotions that just need to be let out and these emotions can be from sadness all the way to frustration to stress to anger to just like just all this energy that needs to be taken out of my body do you get what I mean and the only way I can do that personally is with crying so I feel like having a good cry does not mean that everything you've worked for to this point, up to this point, is ruined. Like, no. It just means that your energy and aura was just overwhelmed with the variations of feelings that you were feeling, and you needed to press the restart button. And by doing that was to cry. And then once you cry, you feel good, and you can breathe, and you let the emotions pass through you, and you just focus on the good now. And now you're in a good place. Yeah. True facts. That's how I, <laughs> Let me tell you. That's literally how I deal with everything. And it's great. I'm not saying I cry like every day. But when a girl's got to cry, she cries. Um, <laughs> so, next thing. Friends. So, I always like to talk about friends. Because I think friendship is one of the most beautiful things about life. Because it's just like someone that who's you're not related to. I mean, obviously, you can be friends with your family, duh. But I'm saying, typically, it's someone you're not related to who's just, like, loyal to you. I mean, a positive friend is someone who's loyal to you and just loves you unconditionally. And they have really no reason to besides, like, because of their bond with you, which is awesome. Okay, but anyways, so... On a different note, but with friends, think about the people you thought the absolute world of. The absolute world of your friends or ex-friends, so I should say. And you thought about them every day. You talked to them almost every day. But today, in this moment, they rarely cross your mind. And when they do, you have like this like small smile and you're like, hmm, that was a good memory. 
and then it just passes. That is a change. That is a change. Because think about it. You go from talking to this person almost every day, and now you don't. That is a change that either you or they implemented into each other's lives. And it needed to happen because you were happy before them, happy during, and happy after. This could be applied to breakups too, honestly, or like relationships. But either way, you're capable of doing well, you know? And sometimes those burnt burnt, oh my god. And sometimes those burnt bridges are not meant to be rebuilt. They're not. They're absolutely not. Because why would you want to rebuild a bridge that crumbled in the first place and you don't want to get to that destination anymore? Right? You're a different person. You want to take another you want to take a new route. Change. It's real, man. Just got to accept it, learn it, live it, love it type thing. (laughs) Okay, so another kind of change that I've really observed is like relationships with family members, this little tidbit. So my family is huge, like my extended family when I think about it, like absolutely extended. It's ginormous, like literally insanely huge. I don't think I can name everyone I'm related to, like actually. So I I would obviously forget people, (laughs) but so my family was very close back in the day, and by back in the day, I mean like when I was like born to like four years old, five years old, and then all of a sudden when I was growing up, it felt like everyone else was growing up too, obviously, that's what time is, but Everyone started going their own way and doing their own thing and going down their own paths and having their own journeys. And it wasn't like this huge thing of unity anymore. It started this thing of just envy and just jealousy and just love. And like, you could just really see where, like how the relationships were like and who was closer to who and it was, it's really interesting to reflect on at 20 years old now because I was actually a baby when all that was happening. But it's just really interesting to think about. And so now, more like talking about more of my immediate family because um, that's basically who I hang out with like all the time. And even in that, there's still change. And I'm not saying these changes like bad. Obviously, everyone transforms and becomes the best person they can be every single day. And they're trying and attaining that. But I mean, in a, a little observation I made, <laughs> like how you gravitate to different people in your family. And that's totally normal. Like from a deeper sense, like in sixth grade, I was very close. Sixth all of middle school, what am I saying? I was very close to one cousin. And then when I got to high school, I was very close to another cousin. And then I was close to this cousin. And then now I'm best friends with this cousin because that's who I need right now in my life. Like, obviously they're all still in my life. Do you get what I mean? Like we all help each other with different points. And obviously we're all still there for each other, but we're like, it's like 
that's my pal. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, that's my pal. Like, it's like that stage in my life, I needed them. And I still have them, but it's like, they are what helped me in that moment. And that, that can be applied to anyone, not just family members. But I observe that with my family members because I love them, obviously. And I just thought about it because... I've, like, been close to every single one of them at one point where, like, I talk to them every single day. And now I talk to them, like, obviously very often, but, like I'm saying, we're all growing up doing our own thing, and that's freaking great. That's a change. Another change. And the final thing I wanted to talk about, like, of the little tidbits of change that you observe in life is changes within yourself these are probably the most evident ones if I want to be real because think about it there's like what seven billion people in the world and I guarantee you they all think about themselves first whether they like to admit it or not and if they don't then I hope they do because you got to be selfish for yourself not in like material things I mean your well-being but so think about this You're feeling suffocated from absolutely everything. And yet no one is necessarily being toxic towards you. So like you feel so suffocated. Like everyone that talks to you, just like, I can't do it. Like, so basically this leads to you like needing to be able to decipher the qualities that you need to work on as an individual. So like say... Brittany said something annoying to you. Well, in your eyes, it's annoying. What about Brittany's demeanor or her delivery or what she actually said annoyed you is more of a a reflection of how you perceive things and how you perceive her rather than what Brittany actually is. So say you think Brittany is rude. So the only way you can acknowledge rudeness in her and in others is because you think about that of yourself to a degree and you don't love that part about yourself and you beat yourself up about it and by beating yourself up about it you beat others up for it like not actually but like metaphorically so basically the question like for an example like do you tend to push people away Like, in relationships, like, do you push your mom away? Do you push your dad away? Like, stuff like that. Or, like, romantically. Like, that means you need to show yourself love. Like, a little bit more self-love. Because you are afraid of people getting close to you and receiving it from them and them going away. So you push them away first so they don't do it to you. So that comes in with, like, feeling abandoned. Do you see those little change? You see those little things? Once you observe those things about yourself, that's when you can make that quick change. I'm not saying this change is quick because, like, it takes time. But once you start, once you recognize, you're able to change. No, you're able to start the process of changing. And that then transformation comes in and then you're like, wow, I'm a brand new bitch. (laughs) Another example, our... Do you always feel like you're drowning? Like, do you always feel like you're, like, struggling? Like, you're always going through so much. Like, you don't know, you have no, like, support. Like, you feel like you don't have anything 
for yourself or in, to that degree. It means you need to start asking others for help. Like people you feel safe with, if you do have those people, like you need to ask. That's why I'm saying like friends are amazing because they're there to support you. The good ones, family's there. The good family members are there to support you. Do you get what I'm saying? Not showing yourself love or asking for help is self-sabotaging your own potential and being the best version of yourself. And there's many more other examples for you to be self-sabotaging yourself. But those two examples are keeping you from being the best possible you. When you let these feelings take over you, you're not recognizing your connection with your higher self. You're, you're actually acknowledging the disconnection because you're letting them take over you. That's why I'm saying you need to let these emotions pass through you, observe them, and be ready to press that restart button and change. Because that's how you heal things you know what I mean like you observe them then you can just like observe them observe them observe them then maybe change that habit and then once that habit is changed you can start talking about it or maybe before you talk about it you talk about it you talk about it and then you actually see the change and then that change you wanted comes into fruition and then it's good (sighs) yes yes Okay. (laughs) And once you get that recognition, like I was saying, like you observe what bothers you, what doesn't, you see that recognition, you know that you want to change and you're capable of that, you're automatically on a better path than you were. You're not staying the same. What helps me flow with change and or transformation is becoming best friends with yourself. I would like to say I'm my first best friend. I have so many. (laughs) Wait, why did it sound like so cocky? No, like I didn't mean it like that. I'm saying like outside of like my mom, my boyfriend, and my actual best friend, I am my best friend first. Do you get what I'm saying? Like that you have to be your best friend because you need to know when things are off with yourself so you're not projecting that onto other people and you need to know when you need to take time for yourself you need to take time to unplug from your phone um I don't know the tv your friends music you just need everything off and you need to meditate and press that restart button have a good cry (laughs) when you need that put a mat put a face mask on do something do something for yourself And also, once you become best friends with yourself, you'll really, like I was saying how, like, with the example with the mystery girl, Brittany, like that example, metaphor, Brittany, like, things like that that other people say won't bother anymore because you start recognizing your shadow and you start projecting it onto other people and your shadow comes into the light and... You're doing, you're doing the work. (laughs) 
And also, lastly, it's just recognizing when you need a break. There's also so many more benefits to becoming your own best friend, but these are just a few that I'm naming. It's when you need a break and you just need to literally stop everything that you're doing and spend time with those you love or really just be like, you know what, I'm going to spend the next five hours and watch The Vampire Diaries. You can't judge me because I need to do this. I can't judge myself because I need to do this. This is the only thing that's going to keep me from freaking out (laughs) right now. You know what I'm saying? Something as little as that. I need to read this book right now. I need to finish it right now because this is the only thing that's going to help me right now right? Don't let anyone disrupt your peace. Like that example, Brittany, that I said, (laughs) this Brittany doesn't even exist. I'm just literally the first name that popped in my head. Um, yeah. So that's my little examples with change that happen in your life. And you don't really even tend to recognize it. And if you do like, great, don't, these are just things I thought of. Okay. So the burning question of the hour why the pod went on hiatus Mm. okay so honestly I can't make any excuses for myself life got in the way I started to say that annoying ass saying like I never have time and that actually sucks because that's not true and this is a creative outlet for me and saying I don't have time is like such bullshit there's time for absolutely everything I just needed to prioritize it and I am now and I'm making sure of it it is just the matter of actually dealing with the fact that I wasn't making this a priority wasn't making this a priority anymore and that's actually on me like literally on me I am being account I'm taking accountability because it's just like it's like I have such a hard time prioritizing things I can do for myself like like I'm saying this is a creative outlet for me I express myself through this like I didn't make time for that at all so what was I doing all this time you know clearly I've been very busy with school and just life and healing what's new but It's just like, there's absolutely time for everything and there's no way you can't say there isn't because when you make time for stuff, don't you feel productive, efficient, fulfilled, happy, X, Y, Z, and so on. Exactly. It almost felt like I was losing inspiration and motivation for the podcast And my ego, like, ate that shit up and just kept saying that everything I had to say was, had already been said and I couldn't, like, there was nothing else to say anymore. Like, nothing needed to be said. But obviously, that's not the case at all because I'm back for another season, baby. So clearly, there's more things I need to say and... Yes. (laughs) So I'm so excited. And I just think that 
this transformation for the podcast is the best thing that has ever happened to it. And I don't regret the hiatus, even though it was totally on me and I'm taking accountability for it. It's actually like the break was nice, but at the same time, like I'm cracking my knuckles. Creativity is something that feeds my soul. So I need to make that a priority, obviously. And speaking of that, a change I really want to implement into my life is to prioritize the people and hobbies and or things that I love. Like that has to be like at the top of my list at all times now. Like, I need to make time for this person. I need to make time for this person. I need to make time for photography. I need to make time for the podcast. I need to make time for drawing, reading, singing songs at the top of my lungs, even if it's not in tune type thing, you know? So, I want you to think right now deeply into your mind, look into your soul, (laughs) and... Think of one thing that you want to change into your li- in your life and how you're going to put it into practice. I'm going to give you a little bit to do it. A little time. I hope you've got it. <laughs> So just remember that everything is changing and it's always for the better, even if it doesn't feel like it at first, because when there's change, that means that the path has shifted. So if it's been pretty dark, expect to see the light soon. Um, but yeah. So for season two of the Free Your Mind podcast, there's so much in store. Yes. So I've decided that there's going to be 12 episodes in total for season two. Um, There are going to be new special guests that you've never seen before. Maybe you have. Who knows? In real life, I don't know. Um, And obviously we're going to have some returning special guests because... I heard feedback that, oh, I love this episode with so-and-so. That was my favorite one with so-and-so. And, And yeah, so those so-and-sos are coming back. Um, So, yeah, the topics obviously are going to be, like, spiritual to, like, stuff about, like, fashion. (laughs) So the topics ranging from, like, synchronicities to girl advice to fashion to inner child work and all that good stuff that keeps you going and keeps you like learning new things from a new perspective freeing your mind and just giving you a refreshing perspective I said perspective like 12 times it's fine but yeah that is it for today's episode first episode back For the season two of the Free Your Mind podcast, I can't tell you how happy and excited I am right now for this episode and all the new ones that are coming out. So stay tuned. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Well, I guess follow me, but 
follow us on instagram at the fym podcast yes the content is about to be so sick i know how to run an instagram now because i know how to graphic design now thank you okay but yes i'm so excited um and also can't you see that it's a new day today saturdays no more wednesdays so just be excited and yeah i love you guys so much and i hope you all have a great rest of your day or night or whenever you're watching this and yeah bye guys